We're not three months late at all. Nope. No, never. never. That would never happen. That would never happen. Nope. Welcome back We're to the Hive Mind Recap Podcast. The December 2022 recap that's coming out in April of 2023. If you missed our update video, uh, TLDR, Derek had no internet for three months. Here we are catching up, making up for lost time. Uh, so we're still doing our December recap. It's a bit of a shorter recap than usual, given the lack of releases that December, 2022 had to offer, but that doesn't mean it lacked in quality. Justin would especially make that argument, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hello. Uh, if you haven't listened to our 2022 end of year awards episodes yet, make sure to go do that because there are some releases from this episode in our 2022 awards hint hint uh so if you want to hear some of our uh more recent thoughts to december on these songs definitely go give that a listen uh but with all that being said justin derek and jacob it's been a while how you feeling jacob's sick (laughs) i knew jacob's answer from the Uh, get-go i feel like that's penance because when we did the the award show like both derek and i just got the shits kicked out of us oh yeah you did you totally did that's the hive mind curse yep we can't all be at 100 percent well i'm kind of scared if we are Speaking of the hive mind, we uh we met up in December for we the did. first time. We did. Uh, we have some extra time given the short length of the playlist this month, so we're gonna spend the first I don't know however long it takes to discuss the fact that we have known each other as friends for like what four years, and we finally all got to meet up in person. It took a while. It finally happened, and I was expecting to reflect on this trip three months ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I forgot what happened. <laughs> that that Friday was fucking insane for me. I know Jacob, you flew in uh, on Thursday, the day before. Derek, you were mm. driving up on Friday, but that yeah. Friday for me, waking up at four a.m., flying down at seven a.m., having my flight get delayed, barely eating anything all fucking day, and then. Uh, we topped the night off with the tour of the concrete jungle. Yeah. And holy fuck. What a really, show that was. Really fucking good show. In in absolutely incredible show. Hive Mind oh. conquered Virginia. Hive Mind <laughs> conquered the Norva. It's true. It did conquer the Norva. That's not hard to do. That shit's a big. <laughs> um, Shout out to Derek almost not getting in. Yo, right, <laughs> yo, that was really annoying. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, I had no issue it's, with the Canadian the ID. The solution was move two feet to your right. It, it was even worse. <laughs> hey man, look, I was struggling. I was struggling to get to Chili's. I was struggling to get to the venue. <laughs> it was nothing but hardship before I entered yeah. that venue. Okay. <laughs> but it once we tough. entered the venue, though. Oh yeah, dude. I, dude, I was so worried when I transferred that ticket out of my app and you couldn't get in. I was like. Oh fuck! Did I did I do something wrong? I was like, "What, bro?" It, it would not load, and then it turned out I was just standing in a bad spot. Literally, somebody came over and was oh. like, "That's a bad spot." And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, you're trying to get something to load." I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Move over there." Like, what? <laughs> Shout what? out to that random stranger. Shout out to that random stranger. 
dude, I was out there for like 20 minutes trying to get my fucking email to load, and all I had to do was move. <laughs> like, God, bad spot? Are you yeah, kidding? Was, no, I was in a bad <laughs> spot. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I remember this. Dude, it was oh. so, I was so mad. I was just, well, I was happy that I could get in, but I was mad that that's all that it took. I'm like, yeah, I would have taken like one step forward. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, man. I didn't know that's what happened. That's hilarious. Uh, I missed Thousand Below because I was in a bad spot. <laughs> like, Did you miss the whole set for Thousand Below? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I missed the whole I set. I actually don't remember that. I thought you made it for like part of Thousand Below. No, no I think he no. he got in. Fuck, it's been so long. I don't even remember who was after Thousand Below. I got in make before Suffer. Make Suffer. Yeah, as I was getting in Thousand Below. Oh, had, like, that's just right. Off. Yeah. I totally blank on Make Them Suffer because... That's not. No, I'm not a Justin band. Justin no. had a make no. them suffer show. No, I'm. I'm pretty he just sure stands I, I blacked out during that entire show, and then Rory woke me up. <laughs> make them suffer awesome. was crazy, though. They were so good, bro. I, that was. That's honestly probably even without seeing Thousand Below. That was honestly probably the best lineup of bands I've ever seen. Like, especially in terms yeah. of like quality and live performances. Yeah, that was fucking incredible. Yeah, I can't think of anything that rivals it. Like, the best thing I can think of that rivals it is probably when I saw uh, Beartooth with Wage War and Dragged Under. But, like, that's not Bad Omens, Dayseeker, Make Them Suffer, and Thousand Below, you no. know? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, any Any favorite... Uh, songs on the set. I know Derek, you probably have one. <laughs> there, there's, yeah. a, there's a moment. There's a there's moment. A moment. <laughs> they go sympathy by Too Close to Touch, man. Oh, Derek that Pog. Was, that was heart wrenching. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, getting to see uh, Bones by Make Them Suffer Live was crazy. I loved it. That and Doom Switch, which pulled out the keytar. Yeah, the keytar on Doom mm. Switch. That was probably my favorite moment of the set. Without me, too, just yeah, oh, yeah. Without so many, me, it's really good life. I, I the thing about Day Secret, I just we had how many of us saw the Sweep Talk tour? I know myself and Justin yep. did. I did. I think I was the only one that did. Yeah, you were the only one that did. Uh, but the biggest thing that I remember from seeing Day Seeker on the Sweep Talk tour was how loud the crowd chanted back their songs, and I wasn't sure if that was just going to be a thing at like the Palladium in Worcester because it's like a much smaller venue, but. Yeah. No, like, Dayseeker crowds just chant those lyrics back like basically no other band I've seen. Rory's got really good um, audience control. Yes, definitely. I don't know know what it is, but there's something about small venues that, like, brings life to bands as well. I don't know. Maybe it's because you got more people. It's like the intimacy a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Because I saw. I saw Alpha Wolf recently, and it was in a bigger venue, and I thought it wasn't as good as when I saw them in a small venue. That's reasonable. Yeah. There was some other stuff we got up to, like we we explored uh, Virginia Beach quite a bit. We yep. hung out at my well, place. We minus Derek. Yeah, yeah. We as well, you had other plans like going <laughs> yeah, on, so yeah. it was just it was just a really busy weekend yeah we explored virginia beach we uh tried to play mini golf and failed yeah we did go so bowling played... though bowling and was i won fun. oh i don't, I don't <laughs> want to talk about bowling 
I don't want to talk about that. That's that's very fair. That very that fair. was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I put on a good show. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um and then I ended up getting sick toward the end of it. So yeah. <laughs> Jake on the last day we just played Pikmin. We played Pikmin. We played Pikmin 3 for like five fucking hours and it was great. I did not go to cookout. We didn't yeah, go to we cookout. Didn't. We no. went to Raisin we Cane's wa- though. We went we to Raisin Cane's. And, and we went to Waffle House. Uh, Waffle House. You are I forgot some about... very American places. <laughs> I completely forgot about Waffle House. We went to Waffle House and I got milk. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Why, why do I remember it when you get Hold milk? On. Pause, 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 pause. You didn't get anything from Waffle House except milk. I don't like waffles. <laughs> I don't like waffles, bro. I was just there for the ride. Dog, they gotta what? have other stuff, don't they? We I've did. been to Waffle you, House. Just you underestimate you how picky of an eater I actually am. No, 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 Waffle House <laughs> menu. We're about to find something for you, buddy. Shop milk. They had milk. Look, bro, lunch and dinner nutritionals. I think I'm looking at chicken tenders. I don't know if they were serving chicken tenders. We went for breakfast. We went for breakfast. Oh, yeah, it's all coming together now. Yeah. Man, did they have a a breakfast side of chicken tenders? Nope. (laughs) It's not looking good. No. (laughs) So, yeah, I had milk. Oh, man. You know what? City ham. You know what was weird about going to the States, I thought? What's up? Here, you can't get um, pop, or I guess you guys call it soda, in the morning. There, you can get it at any time. Oh, yeah. Oh, at yeah, restaurants. No. <laughs> Wait, you guys, they like they like don't have the soda machines open? No, they just don't do it at, at, until 11 a.m. Oh, that's They don't serve up. it. That's weird. God bless this country. I can get a Dr. Pepper any time of the day. <laughs> yeah, so Justin and I are like drinking coke at 9 a.m in the morning america <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works it certainly did it does raise the question of what we're gonna do this year if anything yeah we're gonna find out we're, Seems like a plan for... we're, we're waiting on we're waiting on the right tour to show up or right, festival. a exactly. tour or a festival honestly yeah, if we yeah. do travel anywhere most festivals will probably be announced in the next what, like two months, probably. Probably, probably for yeah. summer stuff. So we can start planning it. Yeah, it was a extremely fun trip, and uh, yeah, just an absolutely incredible live show as well. That that moment of sympathy is priceless. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, it's recorded. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Save for posterity. <laughs> see me cry yeah. you're feeling sadistic <laughs> it's also saved in the discord oh shit yeah yeah spawn an emote or two it's a successful moment <laughs> what's more valuable Derek having an emote or <laughs> Derek hearing sympathy live man I don't know that's a toughie for sure leaning emote to be honest Lean, yeah honestly <laughs> <laughs> look that that moment was about five minutes long we have gotten a lot of usage out of Derek Pog so like we- <laughs> <laughs> you know it's all coming together 
It's only going to stack in favor of Derek Pog more over time, too. Let's go. You say we, but I'm pretty sure like 99% of the time it's been Jacob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Now I've dropped I've dropped a handful of Derek Pogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I've used a couple in my day. <laughs> Eddie uses it too. Yeah, Derek, you it. Derek, you have the face. You make it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> right. any, any last comments about uh the show or the uh trip in general before we get on to our actual recap here we met eddie Not... shout out eddie true shout out eddie. true true our concert mom <laughs> you know, all her adopted children yeah yeah dude it's, <laughs> re- it's really hard to like mesh with people especially and then we the saw concert. her the next day actually yeah <laughs> saw her walking downtown the, the next odds day. of that are fucking insane like what the hell <laughs> that's that just reminds me shout out to that like lunch bar that we went to uh like the day after mm-hmm. they had Which good one? fries uh I, f- yeah. I forget what it's called but like uh, jack browns was it yeah jack that's browns where I got, oh, where I jack got browns yeah that's one of my favorite places down here it's really good shout out that place it's a really this good burger place. I need we to, went on I need a boat. There. We did go on the boat. It's true. We did that. We, we got lost. We got lost. And we flew the little kid drones. Oh no, okay. no. We so we went into one of the the submarines. I, uh, no, it was the boat. It was the the large boat that was decorated near the um, Navy Museum. Why am I only remembering this now? <laughs> it's been like three months, bro. Well, almost oh, four, oh. actually. We also played Mario Party. Yes. We did play Mario Party. We did a play lot Mario, of Mario Party. Party. We each and three, card, one, Cards one. Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity as well. Cards was right. good. There were, there, were, there were some good Cards Against Humanity moments. I'll need uh, to bring more board games. And also, the uh, the Hive Mind Essentials playlist playing a lot of Derek songs when he's not there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was par for the course. Yeah, yeah. Just, just giving you guys a little taste, you know. Yeah. Got to throw some Ariana Grande. All Australia came on like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you guys didn't sit through it all three times. I don't think so. I don't think we sat through it once. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, they put out a new album recently too. I still gotta listen to that. Any more Australia references? Let me see. No breakdown at Wallabies. What do we got? Nope. Nope, no Australia this time. Unlucky. Probably not going to end up in my top Unlucky. Sad. <laughs> Probably cookie crumbles. All right, let's talk about our actual December recap. Uh, oh, shit, if yeah. Before we do that, though, uh, follow us on social media, at HiveMindRadio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. HiveMindRadio recap on YouTube. Help us get to 100 subscribers. We're so close. Uh, and HiveMind recap podcast on Spotify and other podcast platforms. Justin. Oh, oh. How close are we now? Hold on, sorry. Oh, yeah, like ninety-four. Yeah, like ninety-four. I think ninety-four. Ninety-six. If Derek had it, we would be at hundred. <laughs> well, if Comcast wasn't full of dipshits, maybe we would be. <laughs> hey, Wait, yeah. don't get us out of that Comcast sponsorship that we had. <laughs> oh, so man. hardcore, yeah. dude. Real talk. Even if even if we reached out, they wouldn't get back to us for a long time. If <laughs> oh, I've learned anything not. over the past couple of months, how funny would it be if they approached us and like we're gonna sponsor you guys? Yes. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so there's, there's a guy listening who works through Comcast, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were gonna sponsor. We were gonna sponsor the show. I think it has a lot he's of potential. Frantically, but this Derek guy. The email. This yeah, Derek right. guy. <laughs> 
right. we're gonna have to delete this episode. I think Absolutely we made the episode of Fuck Comcast. <laughs> and that way we'll get all the angry boomers looking for like Comcast solutions on YouTube too. That's why that's I don't think we, we actually can because YouTube would suppress it. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're built different. It's okay. We'll get it okay. figured out. I'll call I'll call it all my right. guys. I'll see what they can do. Let's get to some music. Oh, they'll be there podcast. in three months then. Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> Justin wants to talk silent. about his music very badly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so we got two new releases from Enemy to start us off. One is a part of a video game. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt with their song Last One Standing. This is this a is, banger. This, this is, is enemy's best song. Really good. I, I won't say that, but it's up there. It's like probably top five? I'll give it top five. I'll give it top three. I I will give it top one. <laughs> I'll give it top one. Thank you. Let's go. Uh, yeah, this is this is really fucking good. Um, I know they they tease a lot of stuff on their Patreon with like what they're doing for the next album and stuff, and it's not really written in this key. Um, so I don't think the next album is gonna have stuff that's really like related to it. Um, but this is like a one-off song. Uh, it's really fucking good. It's for the video game soundtrack, so it makes sense it would be a one-off. Yeah. Yeah. They, this is really good. They do such a good blend with the the cleans and uncleans vocalist in this. I I loved the riff in this song. The main riff in the oh, song yeah. is so bouncy and energetic and fun, and just like the kind of like vocoder last one standing, kind of like distant in the background during it as well. Just super nice touch. Um, and and, it, and it, as I've said with Enemy before, like just consistently releasing really good music. It sounds. Like the production and mix is great. The vocals are fantastic. The all the instrument players, bass, drums, guitars, just a consistent package consistently. Can always count on enemy to bring something good. I think a lot of this song actually blends into the next song that they released this month, uh Survive. So how does Survive stack up, in your opinion? I think this is probably on par, maybe a little bit lower from the Breaking Down EP. Um, I would say this is on par with, like, um, is it Lost? Is it the one? Uh, yeah, that's one of their songs I don't really Lost, remember. Lost, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's on par with, like, that. Um, I admittedly, since I follow the Patreon, I get these songs early so i had a lot more time to like sit on this and last one standing so the the start leading into like the the guitar riff is probably my favorite part i i feel like this song is way more underwhelming compared to last one standing mm-hmm. um i, I, I also that. don't think the fact that the two songs releasing within like a few weeks of each other doesn't any favors no well the, the, last so one standing what? is so good that Last one standing didn't really have a release day. That was kind of that was just based on the game. Like I think yeah. they, they they just kind of released it when the soundtrack released. Yeah, but still, them releasing so close to one another still doesn't do it any favors. To me. Oh yeah, 
I don't think I, it would have like, been a when, when they're so close to each other in my own. playlist, I'm scrolling up to go back to last one standing like eight times out of ten. I agree. It's still a good song, don't get me wrong. But Oh no. I don't think Enemy has really put out a bad song. I don't yeah, think not really. Of. There's been a couple of underwhelming songs, I think Survive being one of them, but like by no means is it a bad song. It's just like th- this should this band should be going viral on Octane. They should oh, be going crazy on Octane. I think Silver Bullets getting uh, Silver Bullets, the next song that we're going to talk about by them in March. Um, I think that's getting some uh, Octane stuff, and it's about nice. fucking time. Yeah, definitely. This band sounds like they were built for Octane in a way. Like Memphis May Fire type radio rock type mm-hmm. stuff. What I was going to say is I think that like it, it kind of bothers me that this band doesn't have more listeners because I listen to both of these songs and especially Last One Standing and I feel like they should be big. Like this is genuinely good hard rock. Yeah, in a space where Citizen Soldier is putting out music, like they, <laughs> somebody, Wusky, plug plug ears. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, look, he he has to be plugging his ears. I don't know how else he's gonna listen to Citizen Soldier. <laughs> Dude, I like a lot of their lawyer stuff. From the near yeah, stuff, now they're ass. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, this sounds crisp. It sounds clean. It sounds like I'm getting like three days grace echelon type mm. vibes from it and even something that, like man the fact that they've only got 135,000 monthly listeners is is ridiculous like this band should be playing arenas <laughs> i'm gonna they be completely should. honest they should be right up i've there said it before and everything i mean i just mentioned it that they're in the style of, like a memphis may fire this band should be opening for memphis may fire i think <laughs> like, i think there are two bands that do such a good job at doing their own work it's enemy and led by lanterns Mm. Led by Lantern's also criminal, even more yeah. criminally underrated than anime. It's crazy. Um, that's all I had on these on these two tracks. Moving on, Against the Current have released a brand new song, Blindfolded, the first song since going independent. This is a grower, for sure. This is definitely a grower. Maybe that's why I'm not feeling it. I only listened to it, like, twice. I yeah, This I, song... I almost want to say this song got cucked by the release date of being the night before I flew down to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was so busy, like, that weekend hanging out with all you guys and stuff that I didn't get to give this time, this song, the time it deserves. Uh, but this is just another super fun and bouncy song from against the current they have not missed a beat going independent at all yeah i i didn't love this on first listen but the more i listened to it what what i needed was a drive to it It it's very much a windows down drive. the chorus especially yeah and it's i think also too is that because i listened to this when it came out this isn't a december vibe this feels like a spring summer vibe you know so what it took was me listening to it today uh <laughs> but i drove my windows down and i'm like damn why didn't i love this i slowly realized like yeah it just lucky it just you can do that ability. it's too cold yep. here <laughs> 72 bitches nice and warm Fifty by tomorrow. <laughs> 22 that was... that's pretty nice actually it's nice at 22 Dog, it's March 30th. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you need to come down here. When, when my mom went into work this morning, she said it was like 20 degrees outside with wind chill here in Connecticut. 
That's so. ridiculous. Virginia <laughs> could never. Actually, Virginia definitely could. It could be there by next week, even. Here, it's even... 33. Ugh. I don't know. You would not catch me living in Canada. If it, was, <laughs> if it was still below... Wait, hold on. Are you talking about Celsius or Fahrenheit? That's that's Fahrenheit. I converted it for you. you oh, won't. okay. Okay, perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I was going to say... Yeah, 22 Fahrenheit on March 30th should be illegal. I don't know who I got to call up to make that not happen. It snowed yesterday. It's snow. Oh, it's it's no snowed. Way. It snowed this morning here in Connecticut. Look, man, it's all gone know. now, but it did snow. Yes, it's all gone. Yeah. Anyway, blindfolded. Good song. Blindfolded, fantastic song. Uh, I don't really think like it's this. near. I don't think it's nearly as strong as the best songs from the Fever EP. No, no, God, no. <laughs> but like. You can kind of just, I'm never going to be disappointed throwing this song on, you know, like when I hear that guitar riff slowly coming in, fading in at the start of the song, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this song's good. It's fun. You know what else is fun? Cyan Kicks and their song, Someone Like You. I've made it very apparent that this band has been one of my favorite discoveries over the past years. And uh, this song, similar to Against the Current, is a song I don't feel like I got to give uh, the due time with, given the release date of being right before I flew down to Virginia to hang out with y'all. Um, but this is just another very fun song. Um, the delivery on Someone Like You with just the extended delivery on you, I think is great. Um, very solid chorus. It's, it's about a breakup but it feels fun. And sometimes when you're going through a breakup, you want a song that you can relate to lyrically, but also doesn't make you feel like a piece of shit. And I feel like that's the niche that this song is trying to fit. Now, I am not the audience for that niche. I just enjoy this band and this song. It's fun. I like Cyan Kicks. Um, it's kind of all I have to say. It really is a fun song. I think this is my favorite Cyan Kicks song. Let's go. I really like this. This, this and Against the Current back-to-back -back on the playlist really complemented each other. Yes, well, I have definitely. To say, that was a very good choice on your app. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, they released the same night, so. Damn. But also released on that same night, I believe, uh, Dead Lakes and their new song, Stamina. I should stop saying new songs. We're recording this podcast four months ago. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Dead Lakes so and their song guys. Stamina. This is not as strong as Wrong Way as a single, but it's still <laughs> some more solid post-hardcore vibiness from Dead Lakes. I am excited for the debut album. Agreed. I, I Yeah, I think a lot of these singles are... Good, not great. Um, maybe that spoils a little bit, but <laughs> for other singles that I've heard, but um, yeah, I think the there's always like a moment in each of these that's great for the for me in this song. It's the it's the chorus just gets stuck in my head. Am I yeah, the one you just think in of? in general, the choruses that Dead Wakes give off. Um wrong way is all like wrong way down a one lane that chorus mm -hmm. is incredibly memorable this song too 
um even going back to their ep i forget what it's called but um i think sms happiness that song's really good with a really good chorus just in general this band is i feel like kind of slept on but their, their numbers are definitely growing from where they used to be and they deserve it so stamina solid I, song i think it's my mm. favorite single this this is number one wrong way is number two and the other two are kind of exist we'll get to the other two in future episodes as we are slowly yeah. catching up yeah. on these episodes but let's keep it moving we got to go back to the uh justin train soon enough how like wolves have dropped a brand new single watch the world collapse featuring our promise watch the world collapse the sky is falling down everything freaks out right now another riff that kicks ass in the yeah today oh absolutely this this is my favorite how like wolves song i mean they only had like four songs out before this so uh it's not like there was a ton of competition but this song is incredible and i mean you know how much i love our promise so seeing that feature on this song instantly had my attention uh, even without that feature this probably would have been my favorite song from them just that- an incredible riff with a super like you can sing back this chorus so easily just watch the world collapse um, yeah, i was about to say that riff into the chorus is really yeah. good the breakdown then- in this song as well I was about to say, admittedly, the breakdown does lose me. It doesn't lose me. Breakdown goes hard. I I would say this is my second favorite single of the month. We'll get to my favorite single of the month later. But this song, definitely, I I didn't know how much I needed a new song from this band until I heard this song. Is there an album or something coming out? I assume so. I assume it's... I don't know if it's an album or an EP, uh, but this song and uh, their next single that they dropped both have like the red color scheme album art. So mm-hmm. presumably it's leading into something, but as far as I'm aware, nothing's been announced yet. How Like Wolves are yet another German metalcore band to exist and just be good. It's crazy. They only formed in 2021. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wild. Yeah, I I don't have too much more to say other than this song bangs and the R Promise feature is fantastic. And you should definitely go give this song a listen if you've never heard of them. This is a great time to get into this band. What are we yeah. making the Hive Mind EP, debut EP? You raise it. I point. mean, if you if you abbreviate episode, we're technically making several EPs. Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we need. We'll Kickstarter. I need 20 bucks. And we'll American. American. Yeah. Get to specify we'll... USD. No. Look, send it to me and then don't tag any of them. And I'll be what? sure to uh, let, let them know that you sent me the 20 bucks. <laughs> I will play drums off of uh, the garbage bin outside the house. <laughs> I will sit behind it's, my it's paywall what, it's and what, look pretty. It's what we can afford with those $20, but we can make something. <laughs> are you kidding me? The garbage can and the sticks are free. We can allocate the $20 somewhere else. I think we get... A triangle. A triangle, okay. (laughs) That's creative. That's creative. Dinner is also a good idea. (laughs) I'm saying like 20 bucks is like four cookout trays. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) How how many 20-piece McNuggets are we getting with $20? Oh, yo, 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 hold on. I need to look up the exchange rate. (laughs) 20-piece McNugget price. What do we got? (laughs) 
prices in the states. Let's get back on track a little bit before we hold on. I need to find Virginia. Hold on, you're not messing with me and my McNuggets. Where the fuck is Virginia in here, bro? I don't want Washington. I want Virginia. Virginia, dude, I think they took it out of the chart. Maybe it doesn't exist. Wait. Dude, they better be serving. I've had a 20-piece McNugget. I know it's got to be... Oh, perfect. It's $6.29. So we can oh, get, like... What? We could... Yeah, I was about to say, we get, like, Are you seven kidding? McNuggets. Yeah. Here, it costs, like, $20. Get fucked. <laughs> you paying a dollar per nugget at fucking Okay, McDonald's? that's, like, that's like a with a meal. That's, like, with a meal. I don't know the nah. price of... Nah, that's unreal. If I had to pay $20, I don't care if they're giving me a drink and fries. If I'm paying $20 for 20 McNuggets, I'm leaving the country. I don't care. If I'm paying $20 for a 20-piece McNugget, we might as well be watching the world collapse. Exactly. Hey, we might soon. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Ronnie Radke predicts the future. Oh, boy. Uh, I feel like Jacob that's going to be like the new Solons. We're going to keep <laughs> mentioning Ronnie Radke every episode. Oh, I thought you were going to say McNuggets. We don't have to. The thing is, we don't <laughs> That's have true. To. We don't. <laughs> we, we have full power not to, actually. Although, we did have I already full just, power Well, I just mentioned Solon. So. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> we went <laughs> so long. <laughs> oh, man. Garden has put out not even his newest single, <laughs> a single called Lying Awake at Night. Two singles. Ashes. Two singles. Lying Awake. Yes. The other one, one is these, called Waterproof. Yeah. You need, you need to put a music clip in there too, Jake. It deserves it. <laughs> I will. That's noted. Uh, so I want to talk about Lying Awake at Night first because I feel like unless I'm, I'm on a, a different page than you, I feel like we're going to have more to say about Waterproof anyway. Yeah. Um, I, actually, what's I actually liked Lying Awake. Yo, uh, send this man pink change. lemonade right now. Yo, fine. Uh, <laughs> admittedly, I've been getting into Vibecore a little bit in the, in the last couple months. So um, it's all coming ooh. together. I'm. Uh, so what you're saying is that I'm the final boss of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 2023 is Justin's garden year. 2020. I wouldn't say that. Four is Jake's. It's I'm all coming tell. together. The schedule's aligning. I really liked the 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 repurposed uh, I don't even know, hardcore I guess beat it would be in the background like like EDM hardcore um, mm. of the first kind of introductory verse um, and this just in general is more of like a overproduced hyper pop type of thing and I love when Garden experiments with that we got it to a degree on Bad Luck but especially Pink Lemonade too um, I think it's featured on that Kennedy XO song yeah overall just really really interesting and, and refreshing i really like that like even if he makes more traditional like i don't even know if i can call it emo rap at this point but for the sake of generalization i'll call it emo rap that even if he makes that a lot of the time every time he branches out i feel like it hits it's like it doesn't matter what he does he's gonna make a good song either way and the ashes feature is really really good not an artist i'd heard of before but i listened to some of her uh, solo stuff and it was really good I think she was below 1,000 monthly listeners before this song dropped, and now she's at 16,000. So, anyway, waterproof. Yeah, 
Literally, I'm so mad because every fucking year Garden does this. He put out, so that's it, huh? On December 30th, 2020. So I could put it in my awards. And then he put bad luck out on what December <laughs> 29th or 30th? I think it was I think it was before Christmas, actually. It was after our award show. Yes, way, it was after which our was award fucking show. infuriating. Couldn't put it in our list because it what'd you say? It would have been top five songs of the year, right? Or maybe yeah, it was for, sure. for you. It would have been top ten for me. And now we get fucking waterproof, which retroactively would probably be my song of the year. And then <laughs> dropped on December 30th. <laughs> I'm like, Come on. <laughs> It's so annoying. <laughs> like, I'm glad that we're getting these incredible, like, songs and albums on, like, at all. But, man, at least put it in the new year so I can put it for 2023. Like, come on. <laughs> it's because now, now I get to talk about this at the end of the year or the end of last year. And it's really annoying because this song is perfect. True. <sighs> There's something. I about love the it. piano. Yes. And the, like, slight rain samples. Hmm. Man. It reminds me a lot of uh, one of my favorite songs of all time, Nicole by Ivan B. And whenever there is anybody doing sad rap over a piano and rain, it is going to be the best shit you've ever heard in your life. And mm. I think that this is probably like one of the better examples of it. Um, it also reminds me a lot of um, Perfect in the nostalgia category. Like this hmm. feels very nostalgic to me. Um, I mean, some of the lyrics are talking about explicitly, but I don't get that vibe. Really? Mm-mm. Damn. I I guess the way that I I visualized this song in my head was like, like if it was a music video that you're that laying on laying out on the roof line that you're kind of like reminiscing on everything mm-hmm. that's happened, um, especially in like your teenage years. And there was one. Um, we were back at home and it was getting hella cold. Used to pass it when the sun come up, but now I'm getting old. Remember summers back in 2015? We was acting grown, built a bridge to Terabithia, made out of sticks and stones, and just like it made it made me think back about like my times with my friends, you know, when I was a teenager and younger. And man, I don't know. It, it it's so replayable sonically. It's incredible. The beat is fantastic. The lyrics are incredible. It's just the full package, and I love it. I'm so mad that it dropped that late in the year. <laughs> yep. This is, I think, my fifth most played song this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it's 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 up there. That's I have over a hundred. It, oh, it's fourth. It's gotta be up there for me too. I don't know where it is, but it's up there. I'll have to find out. Hundred and eleven. No, hundred and fifteen listens. Nice. Yeah, I think it's a oh, I think it's a top top five garden song. I will do. It's my most listened to song this year. Um, <laughs> I will, I will give it top three probably. I don't know if wow. I can give it like top one or two, but it's top. No, three. I can't. Oh, but what would be ahead of it? Don't decide now. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna I mean, be, like, be that's gonna be like an hour long debate. Here, he'll hurt, he'll hurt himself. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll you'll fall down out. the rabbit hole. Oh yeah, there fall you go. That's a, that's a good one. You'll fall down the rabbit hole trying to figure out your favorite garden song. Yup, take it away. Paul Bartolome has released the final song to the Reflections 
compilation of songs album thing, Reflections Deluxe. Uh, we've discussed every other song from the EPs and the singles. Let's talk about the final single, Rabbit Hole. That was not my smoothest transition. Breakdown. When, yeah, when what the fuck is this breakdown, dude? So disgusting. It's like they heard the breakdown uh, from Reaper by Fit for a King and were like, yeah, let's just throw it into this radio rock song. <laughs> was was it Paul doing it? I, I feel like Paul wouldn't be able to hit that. I don't know. Maybe Paul's got know. it. He's been training for a fight. He's got a kid. The titty milk business is booming. He can, <laughs> he can have time to practice. Bro, you had to mention it, didn't you? Yep. Look, it's the end of the year. Everything comes full circle. Dude, that's right. It is the end of the year. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah this, uh, this is really good. I On um the deluxe album, I would say this is probably one of the, the top, like, probably half of the songs. Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it. It's got a really good, um, like, rhythm all throughout it. Yeah, the main um, riff is incredible, but the the breakdown is the real star of the show here, I think. Breakdown just knocks you on your ass. Like, it's one weird. of the wildest, most unexpected breakdowns I've heard in the last few months, for sure. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who allowed this? Who allowed this to happen? I'm not complaining, but, like, it's just absurd. Now that, um reflections is wrapped up and we we have the full package um as a whole much better than the previous albums that paul has put out like I, I i think this is their best work definitely zaliga on this yes yeah, sir i think that brings us to the next song in the justin train choo choo motherfuckers we got frenia not leaving this year without dropping another banger. We got Apocalypse Hour. This is a top three Frenia song. So Agree. This is really good. This is fun. The electronics are as good as ever, as I'm almost coming to expect from Frenia and just sick riffs Th this has everything that i've come to expect out of a good frenia song which a lot of their songs have leaned on the more underwhelming side other than a few standouts this one checks all the boxes of being good and memorable it's also got a really good breakdown that i think blends super well with this song. definitely it's a kind of contrast with paul bartolome's where it just hits you like a fucking truck yeah um Frenia have teased. Um, they won, I think, a grant or something to put out another album in 2023. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to see how that plays out, if it's going to be um, anything similar to Separated. Um, but with this and then Dissonance that came out early 2022, like, Frenia, just don't fucking stop. Um, I think we talked about changes, yeah. So changes also as well, and they Re redid a lot of their their songs just like frenny's got good fucking work it's it's them um abyss watching me and i feel like there's one other one that's just 
and a broad band that just do a fucking phenomenal job in whatever language they they put out yeah i don't have too much to add really like i don't feel like i almost want to spend more time on this song because i think it deserves it but really this is just a solid package all around and i don't think there needs to be too sometimes like less is more type of thing you know that's how i feel about describing this song it's just good give it a listen it's really good go support frenia because exactly it's great yeah give give frenia in general a listen because whew. they only have they have twenty one thousand. it's not bad i thought they were below higher than it was before it must have done yeah. something um Let's move on. We got Cancer Vice dropping their next single, Blackout. Hello, citizens. We apologize for this broadcast interruption. We are Cantor Vice, and we have a message for you. This is a top two Cantor Vice song. Agreed. It's this and the machine for me. Like, fucking, this is... Bring Me the Horizon inspired to a T. Like, this is very reminiscent of, um, I want to say Parasite Eve. Either Parasite Eve or Teardrops. One, one of those two, it's got a very familiar sound to it. Um, I can see it. I can it's see tear, it. It's Teardrops. I, I Teardrops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it's one of those two. They, they're very similar. The the lyrics are really good about it's continuing on with like this dystopian theme that they've got going on where like the like technology and like the government's like the higher being. The bridge to the breakdown is like, hello, this is Cantervice speaking. Oh yeah. The the bridge to the breakdown was not expected, but it was really good. Um breakdown as well, like fuck. Rob went really hard on it. Um the chorus as well is it's got a really good energy to it um i would say if this is leading up to something um it's definitely bringing a lot of good energy and like they've been doing merch drops for every release since i i think doomsday was the first one where they've done it um but if they continue like doing merch drops and whatnot it's like th- this counter advice is gonna go somewhere by the end of 2023 i'm calling it here they deserve it yeah yeah just really solid song i thought the riff the main riff in this song i feel like i've been saying that for a lot of songs but the main riff in this song is it's just so punchy and it's awesome i think um december 2022 had a lot of good like instrumentation yes mainly yes i was gonna say there was a lot of riffage in this playlist (laughs) like yeah it was damn good riff a lot um <clears throat> that's that's all i wanted to check in on that uh derek you want to tackle this next one because i think yes, this is one sir. of your children uh-huh hands like houses have dropped uh their newest single hurricane no it's not full i'll suck out here in the cold but it's all that go of what i wish to say the boys are back this is their first song since the Space EP, or no, self-titled EP. Can't believe I the Space EP. I was space like, where are we listening to the Devil Wears Prada? <laughs> oh yeah, right. That's what I was thinking of, bro. It was because I, th- I think of Space every time I think of that, which came out back in 2020, which is almost three years ago. It was my EP of the year. 
but this sounds nothing like anything off that EP, and they are back to sounding like Dissonance, which is a phenomenal thing. This is, oh, the lyricism, the atmosphere, the guitar tone. We got some screams back. Like, we, Hands Like Houses are fucking back, and they're not just back from like a two and a half year like hiatus issue thing um that ended up being apparently the result of some legal battle that apparently was somebody had defamed one of their members um and they went and fought it in court for like two years uh and it finally got settled and they got i don't know if it was in like accordance with that but um after that happened they got a grant from the australian government for a new ep uh, right. I don't know what it's called, but I think they got like 30 grand or something to go record it. So we are All getting right. that soon. I'm sad it's an EP and not an album, especially after it's been, what, four, no, five years since Anon dropped. Wow. But, you know, I'll take New Hands Like Houses, especially if it's going to be sounding like this, Justin, because correct me if I'm wrong, we are both big fans of the Dissonance era of Hands Like oh, Houses. Oh, absolutely. No, like Dissonance Drift is one of my favorite songs from this. And this like tickles that the back of my head where Hands Like Houses likes to kind of come out of. And it's it's fucking phenomenal. Trenton's uh, vocals like hit another mark on this. Oh my goodness, yeah. Back to using the full range of his voice, thank God. <laughs> That's something that kind of put me off and why, um, why their self-titled EP just wasn't as high for me as it was for you. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think I was fine with it at the time. Cause I'm like, you know what? If this is like a new direction that one of my favorite bands is going to go, um, then I'm for it. And I, of course, I really enjoyed that EP. But I didn't realize just how much I missed this kind of Hands Like Houses until it came yeah. back to me. And I'm like, damn, I need more. And it, I'm, it's done work. Like th this, I think, is done better than any one of the the songs off that EP, I think. Let me Let's see. Actually, oh, no. it's on, it's on par with Dangerous and Wired, who were which were not singles for Resplor. Yeah, Wired, phenomenal song by the way. Five hundred seventy thousand plays is fucking criminal. I listen to that song all the time. Probably half of those are me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I almost don't even want to say it because I feel like I'm manifesting it into existence. I'm scared that this is going to be like Tilt was for Anon. The they have mentioned when this came out that they don't know where the next sound is going to be, if it's going to relate to this at all. Oh, no. But, <laughs> no! But, it, but this yeah, is in I the cards, and I'm, I'm glad they can do it if they really yeah. wanted to. And yeah. the reception for it from like looking at comments and stuff is like blown out of the water. Like they, they reasonably can do it and still attract the same traction that they got when those albums dropped and that's good my hot take is that i like most of their self-titled ep more than this which sounds wrong because i should like this more dissonance era post-hardcore hands like that houses wrong but i i have more fond memories of songs like space the water and stranger than this this one you know, kind of just are... came and went you are kind of spitting i will say i think that as amazing as this is, I think the water, space, and wired are all better for me. I would say space is better, but I I can't argue this being better yeah. than 
or this being uh, any lower. Just another phenomenal song from Hands Like Houses who, you know, even if they don't know what direction they're going in, hopefully they pick this one because yeah. I want more of it. Everyone does. Yeah, absolutely. By no means is this a bad song. It just didn't really stick with me in any meaningful way. That's kind of where I'm sitting with it. That's fair. Let's move on. We got Time the Valuator with their fourth single off whatever the fuck they're doing <laughs> called a Binary Pulse. Is that the album name? I don't know. <laughs> okay. What? I got you, Jacob. <laughs> I realize what I said, but I choose to ignore you. Uh, <laughs> this is my single of the month. Ooh. This month yeah. or December? De- December. Retroactively. <laughs> this, is his, uh, this is his best single of March. The future doesn't exist in December. <laughs> Guys, this fucking I I was I was sold on Blackwater when that dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't too sold on Ivy until after a couple of listens. Um, Glow has really really stuck with me since that came out, but they don't hold a candle to fucking Binary Pulse. I watched the music video before listening to the Spotify release. the The music video is on another level. Um, it really puts a very haunting atmosphere into this song. Um, the chorus and then the the bridge. Ooh, fucking phenomenal. Uh, time Evaluator continue doing really good lyrics. Just blowing what expectations I have for this band out of the water. Daniel has incredible range um that was already apparent when blackwater dropped uh, why does this song remind me of like north lane that's kind of real no i'm with you there it does kind of like have old north vibe. lane old yeah, north yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i gotta go back and listen to that it's something like this like fuck this is so good um the chorus yeah, it... sorry go ahead go ahead uh, i was gonna say that uh, the chorus, crave for just a little more to not obliviate. I was made for, to feel initially. Now I cannot feel myself because my begotten soul needs healing. And then his inflection on now is really good. But that pales to his inflection on no. And then that instrumental breakdown that just echoes his vocals. And then leads into like a slow fade that leads back into the chorus. Best, best time the evaluator song. Like, I'm, I'm even putting it with um, how fragile, how fleeting. I'm putting it on that level. Like, fuck, I need an album in 2023. Like, yesterday. <laughs> My recommendation Hopefully. for Justin is Singularity by Northlane. Uh, Justin, if you ever listen to Northlane, uh, you might like Singularity. I will fix that after the podcast. I, I feel like it's heavier than this, but I am desperately like. waiting for the day that this band clicks with me. I don't get why it's not. I don't understand it. 
This this song should not just be very good background noise to me. Very good background noise is crazy. <laughs> I, is I think for this. I think this is the song that's clicking with me. Let's go. I'm happy to say that. The closest I got was with Black Water, and it's uh, the three single synths have just left me underwhelmed. And I hate it. I hate it for myself and for you, Justin. Uh, t- I hate you too. It's fine. I wish I could give a better explanation for why this song isn't clicking me. I think it's just like the like the slow delivery on some of the vocals just isn't doing it for me with the instrumentation that they're also doing it feels almost mismatched and it's just making it hard for me to kind of get into a groove with it that's like the best explanation i can give like it doesn't make sense but i hope in the context of an album it really clicks because i think this is some of the best work of the month of december maybe even of the latter half of 2022 uh Jake, uh, one of your babies comes back. Dream State have released their second single with their new vocalist, Jesse, called Comfort in Chaos. Now, this isn't as strong as Taunt Me, but it is still a damn good single with some incredible riffs all around and a pretty memorable chorus, uh, but particularly the instrumentation. This band has not missed a fucking beat with the instrumentation. They are just bringing the heat with the riffs. Just, it's crazy. Um, and I think Jesse's vocals, well, the song as a whole isn't as strong compared to Taunt Me, in my opinion. I feel like her vocals... Definitely, it shows a bit more range in this song, especially towards the end. Um, The transition that we get from the pre-chorus to the chorus and then the bridge into the final chorus, uh, you see a bit more of a range, which I think is really nice. And just overall, this is another solid song from Dream State. This obviously doesn't hold much of a candle to what I think of Primrose Path, but if it's a difference between Dream State not existing and me having this song i'm always picking having this song exist um i really love the idea or the lyrics and the idea of the lyrics actually is the i find comfort and chaos it's all that i've ever known i really like that line in particular and the delivery of it but just overall solid song from dream state I'm still not fully sold on any of the new dream state songs i don't they've all been like really good or not really they've ranged from good to really good but there's something missing for all of them and i'm not really sure what it is you know i don't know if it's just because the dream state songs that i do like i hold in such high regard but i'm yeah for that one that definitely wow me that definitely wouldn't surprise me being a factor um but i don't know i just really like it (laughs) I feel like a vocalist change is one of the hardest things a band can get through. It is. It is. I don't feel like they've lost the sound too much, but it is definitely very different from what CJ sounded like. Like, I think of, like, Flyleaf. Yeah, that you can't really replace. I'm like, let's be sober. The only time... Well, actually... I think it worked with. I think it can work in like 
Like, uh, yeah, we've seen it work in Deathcore. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, A certain Barry with... Tomorrow as well. Oh, we have really seen it in Barry Tomorrow. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> That's a little hint for our future episodes coming after this, but uh, anyway. Any last thoughts on the Stream State song here before we move on? Solid. I'll take it. <laughs> really good. Let's talk about Anchor and their song, Prisoner. Survive. Holy fuck did this come out of nowhere and blow me the fuck away. Alan Harrington? Are you here? (laughs) (laughs) If this song if this song was a twenty twenty three release, this is my song of the year. Oh. Damn, I didn't realize you okay, so we've been a little disconnected on this song. I didn't realize you held it in that high regard. Did this okay, so if we recorded this in January when we were supposed to, I was going to say this mm-hmm. is the best song I had heard since I Prevail dropped their album in August. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. Actually, no. Relica kind of came after that, but okay. So between Relica and <laughs> between Relica, me discovering Relica in late September, all of so October and November and December, this is the best song. And this is like, it's like at least it's, Probably it would be my song of the year for 2023 if it released not in the end of December. At the very least, the I think I think this song is fucking crazy. Um, the riff that comes in at the start is punchy. Her harsh vocals just sound fantastic to me. Uh, the delivery on I feel it creeping in, taking control of me. I feel its power. It's here to consume me. Before the riff goes again in the Queen vocals, just absolutely incredible and then it's just such a fun chorus as well like her range is unbelievable and then you go into the second verse where you get a bit of a dropout before it's like a whispered will i survive before she just goes fucking brutal on the harsh vocals again and that that fucking blew me away and then you get to the fucking breakdown with the blast beats that just Mm. blew me away for like a third fucking time in this song like i i had no idea i was about to hear like like arguably a top 20 song of last year in the last two weeks of the year this song is incredible (laughs) this song single-handedly might carry this band to a top 10 album of 2023 honestly that is how strong i feel about this song and the potential that this band has i don't know if it's going to be this song alone but this band in general has so much potential to drop a top 10 album it's ridiculous like i mean i i hate to say like oh female lead vocalist does cleans and unclean spirit box but like i there are some spirit box vibes there here are, and I, think I love it yeah i mean I, i'm not as high as you on this but this has still been a pretty big mainstay and what was otherwise kind of a dead month for me man i didn't add any singles <laughs> this month so well because justin took hands like houses from you but yeah and then yeah. jacob took garden and i just kind of sat and you put in this and i'm like huh there is really nothing else <laughs> Yeah, so needless to say, this is my favorite song of December, and it's not particularly fucking close. Uh, I believe this is this is the only song from December that made my best of the year playlist, and not a single song from November made my best of the year playlist. So, yeah, I fucking love this. Uh, Anchor has so much potential. 
and I cannot wait for an inevitable, hopefully, album announcement coming later in 2023. Justin, wrap us up with the singles tonight. We got another drop from It Comes in Waves with their single, Not Too Late. I didn't get to this immediately when it came out. Um, it I got to it like a week or two later. This is incredible, actually. This is top two song from them. It's this and um, this is a confession. For me, this it's this and Wolf in Disguise. Wolf in Disguise is also pretty good. But I'm, I'm yeah. talking about like any upcoming like album stuff. I right, think. right. I, I think this is a confession. is still their best song. Um, no, this, this, this is clearly the best new single, in my opinion. I think this is second um just because i feel like it gets a little bit repetitive i don't care if because... it's repetitive when it's this good bro that i could never let you go bridge chorus thing is just an earworm um, i like this a lot I, you know what i really like about this is the album art i love the colors on it it's so pretty they've that done such good all album art right for each of the singles especially safe haven i would put that on my wall but um, I think I think the vocals here are also just really good. Definitely, yeah. I feel like this band is better when they lean more into a clean post-hardcore type of style rather than when they go heavier. Yeah, because Betrayal... this song is just the blueprint for that, in my opinion. I think Betrayal is probably the weakest single, maybe weakest song that they've put out since Wolf in Disguise. But um, apart from that, like this band is really good for only having 3,000 monthly listeners. Underrated as fuck alert. Hell yeah. I mean, I feel like we've said it a lot this episode, but for real. If we get an album this year from them, I'm curious to see how it's going to sound, because there's a lot of different contrasting sounds between these four going on five singles. I will say I was a little I, I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't closer to this is a confession but eh nothing's gonna top that for me now it is time <laughs> you know this made me realize not only have i not listened to any of these eps with the perfect opportunity for all of you to sell me on them because you know i was moving uh i also haven't heard any eps this year either besides like by ice spice so <laughs> currently sitting at my number one EP of the year is Ice Spice with zero competition. All right. Well, it looks like we have some convincing to do. Exactly. I'm most excited to hear about actually really all of these, honestly, because I've heard I've heard rumors in the Hivemind Discord of very good things about each of these. Well, let's let's get to let's get to the salesman pitch. Uh, we got Varsity putting out part three of Welcome Home. All new singles. Uh, singles of Dead, Little Miss Doomsday, and The Goat. Joey Tyler really said, I am the goat and made it a song. <laughs> I this like ruined what half of Welcome Home was, man. He had that swagger <laughs> to him the whole time. This Derek, really have is, you heard it's... the goat? 
I haven't. I haven't heard any of this. Uh, Bro, this Justin played it in the car. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> the goat is unlike any other varsity song out there, and it's uh, art. True. Um, I, if I had Honestly, to, all of these are. Art. <laughs> if I had to compare these to each one of the works, I would say Dead is probably reminiscent to like um, Paranoid. I want to say, like mm. very, very close to like Paranoid. Mm. Um. Little Miss Doomsday, I think, is online with like Hush, maybe a little bit of Gravity here and there. Uh, the the goat is lovesick, like very very reminiscent to like lovesick, maybe um, lovesick, but let's make it heavier. Maybe a little bit of a closer thrown in there. I think Little Miss Doomsday is more funky than Justin's putting on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm admittedly haven't gone back to it that much since it dropped um little miss doomsday is actually it's between dead kind of fell a little flat for me but i think little miss doomsday and the goat are both really solid songs this is, I why, think... I, this is why i call this ep the goat and friends because the goat has been the <laughs> only one that's stuck with me it's the only one in my playlist really yeah i, I riff, really enjoyed dead the riff in the goat is just so fucking powerful. Oh, so it's good. so good. <laughs> Whoever gave Joey Tyler the control and the okay to make that song, I applaud you. Because not many people would have the confidence to stroke their own ego in the way Joey Tyler does, but he deserves it. And these each of these three, three songs are so fucking different. Yeah, It's too. baffling the amount of range this motherfucker has. Hey... I said it before, I'll say it again. This band is criminally underrated. And they're putting out another 14, 15 track album in 2023. Does this they man sleep? Balls. They don't sleep. What the fuck? They don't. What the hell? I'm going to read some lyrics from Dead since these guys aren't selling it good enough. <laughs> I'm already sold, so you guys. <laughs> I think it, I, I, it's the chorus. So it's uh, you're into me, I'm indecisive. Yeah, we can be friends. I don't mind it. I know your feelings. You can't hide it. You're into me. You won't survive it. My favorite part. I, I will say that um, that breakdown in the goat too, really good. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is I need to listen to this. You need to listen to the goat specifically. I the I think goat, these are like top I, top songs. I, like if they were on the album, they would be up there for I don't know, maybe like No. Nah, like I, I, like I wouldn't want to blow I wouldn't want to blow the album any more than it. No no, no I'm I'm saying like if I was ranking them. Yeah. Um I will say I think I think Derek is actually just gonna like each three of these for different reasons. So um Definitely give it a listen because I think you would find something in each one of these. I love how each of them have uh, three speak. and four in their title. In I was their, just gonna say elite speak. Should. Elite speak is that what it's called? The first yeah. one looks like a bra size. Thirty-four <laughs> D. <laughs> hey, uh, what's the, yo, Joey Tyler? What size booby you wear? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Dude, that's the next evolution of this band. We need to get Joey Tyler a pair of tits. He's gonna rival Paul. <laughs> I was about to say, is it gonna be like Paul's titty? <laughs> it's just all coming together. Oh god. <laughs> He's definitely not coming on the show now. No, absolutely not. 
He's gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with these people?" <laughs> a lot, actually. A lot, actually. <laughs> a lot, yeah. If you are looking for vibey post-hardcore, Varsity is the band. Perfect. Oh, Varsity is the band. That's the blanket statement. They're doing what Emrosa can't do nowadays. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, and, and that's coming from a guy with Peach Club as a top five album of all time. So you yeah, know. dude, I really like Peach Club too. But and then and then well, there's well, we'll get into that the other. <laughs> Let's move on then to our next EP. We have Colorblind, who have released the Colorblind EP. Five songs, uh, three of which were singles that we didn't actually talk about, uh, was waiting for the EP to drop to really discuss them because ultimately there was just better releases in all the other months. I have one song on here that I specifically want to highlight, and I don't think it's going to align with you, Justin. I assume you've heard this, right? I've heard the EP, yeah. I have no idea what song you're going to talk about. I think Ghosts is one of the best songs that this band has ever done, and it sounds nothing like anything they've ever done. Motherfucker, that's the one song that I <laughs> that I was on it too. Damn it! <laughs> Did that delivery of I'm... the delivery in the slow, like the slow vibey chorus of "I still believe in ghosts," wishing the spirit had bones. I guess I'll never grow up. Oh, it's just so Feel good, that. dude. Feels this so this it went straight into my down the rabbit hole sad vibes playlist you know it's it's just one of those types of songs this band has been typically more in line of like i almost want to say like a sleeping with sirens type of vibe with like higher pitched vocals in post hardcore with really clean production ghost is a complete step away from that and i love it uh, the the more traditional songs like Love is Red and Everything But Faith are still good, but I feel like Ghosts, they just nailed that concept so much more. Whereas Love is Red and Everything But ba Faith, I can get songs like that from other bands that I enjoy more type of thing. Not to say that they're bad, but they just weren't super memorable to me where I think the uniqueness of Ghosts compared to like the expectations versus reality type thing. And also just, again, I feel like they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, I will admit as well, I'm not so sold on the other ones. Um, even the singles, like after getting to the CP and kind of listening to it, the singles kind of fell off for me, except Ghosts. Is yeah, Ghosts is the clear standout here. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want to be a downer on this EP, because this band is really talented. They've released a lot of fantastic songs like uh, The Deep End and At The Wheel are both solid. I'm sure there's other fantastic songs uh, as well, but those two are those, the ones that come to mind. I just feel like the more generic songs on this EP, unfortunately, don't stack up to some of their older material. Mm. And this is a bit of a downgrade from what I had come to expect from a really solid track record from this band. However, I will say, it, Ghost is a banger, and I have to reiterate that. Yeah, I will say this this album is at least, or EP is, is at least consistent. Like, it's all hitting a sane note, even if yeah. mm -hmm. some of it kind of does fall off afterward. Yeah. If you like stuff like Sleeping with Sirens or a picturesque, 
that type of post hardcore, you will find something to like in Colorblind and on the CP. Agreed. Another one that I've been sold on and need to listen to. Easy peasy. Hell yeah. We're two for two for so far. Let's talk about our final EP for the month of December then. Letters Sent Home and their EP, Fire in Me. Now, we already discussed most of this EP as singles, leaving just Phoenix and Misery Loves Company stripped. However, as a package, this EP ties all three songs and the stripped version, I guess, together so well in a way that the singles don't really do them justice. It's crazy how much depth and continuity there is in just three short songs. Uh, you start out with fire, which opens with just this really soothing, soft, like hum, uh, before you get into just a classic dark pop type of beat. Um, the I feel a fire in me, um, hence the name of the EP, on that opening track, and then you get to Phoenix, which obviously is a metaphor to like rising through the ashes and fire, um, where it also mentions there's another connection with fire the opening track says the table's about to turn and then uh, during the bridge in phoenix it says the tables have turned and i just feel like a lot of eps especially this short are usually just a collection of songs whereas this feels like it's truly telling a story and for how short it is i really respect that because i don't feel like that's very easy to pull Mm, off yeah with all that being said, <laughs> uh, did you have a point, Jacob? Or well, I just wanted to say I think it's funny that you got this EP early, and we're <laughs> yeah, <it>. we're <laughs> three months. Uh, so yeah, I luckily shout out to Letter Sent Home. They're a very small band, so I was able to DM them, tell them that I wanted to include this in my end of year awards, uh, just based on the strength of Fire and Born to Die as singles, that this would probably make one of my top EPs of the year. Spoiler alert, it did. Um, mm. To nobody's surprise, really. Um, but yeah, now that I've had even more time to sit on it, um, I actually think I would bump it even higher in my top EPs of the year list. Um, Mm -hmm. I only had a few days to really digest Phoenix as the final track on this EP. And the more time I've had away from it, the more I've grown to love Phoenix as probably my favorite song on this EP. It has, I feel, I feel like I mentioned it in the awards episodes, but what I love about this band and bands like future palace that I've also grown to love over the past years is the way that they are able to balance all of the, sad spectrums of emotions with hope and the way that they are able to spin that negativity into hope is something that I really connect to. And I don't feel like a lot of bands are able to pull that off in a way that connects with me so well. And I think that's why I love this EP and letter sent home in general, as much as I do. Um, the last thing I want to mention, the misery loves company stripped is an absolute heartbreaker of a song that song was already sad just as a normal song and an incredible song but the piano over misery loves company is just like 
you can hear the emotion in her voice so fucking well. It's like, it's, it's just so fucking sad, but so beautiful at the same time. Uh, one of my favorite stripped slash reimagined songs of 2022, in all honesty. I don't listen to a lot of reimagined songs very often, but this one definitely left an impact on me. Um, on top of what the three songs of the main EP. I was going to say, even having not listened to it, just looking at the track list and seeing a stripped version of a Misery Loves Company song feels like it was meant to just be... it opens with a slow piano ballad of i can feel your pain listening to every word believing i'm insane but i've seen so much worse like you can't Mm. tell me that's not gonna pull at the heartstrings from the moment that you hear the first piano note (laughs) and then you get to the chorus i just need to reiterate even though the this is the strip version not the original lyrically it hits different stripped your heart is broken and i take a look now i find that there is no way out your mind is open and I can't resist. Now I'm fighting your battles. I'm obviously speaking it way faster than it should hit emotionally to a piano ballad. But like, God, it's just her vocals on a piano ballad are a cheat code to tears. Whether that's a good thing or not depends on the mood. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this band and this EP are fantastic. Another absolutely hidden gem if I didn't discover them in December 2021, they would have been my favorite artist I discovered in 2022 by a long shot, but alas, uh, unlucky for me. That's how it goes sometimes. Highly recommend yeah. checking out this EP and their other work as well because it's all fantastic. And I am extremely excited for uh, what they have teased as a debut album coming later this year or in 2024. Speaking of albums, it's time to talk about the few December albums that we have in the playlist this month. One of which we actually got to hear early. We did, yeah. So. And we're talking about it four months later. <laughs> Funny how that works. We Funny got that works. Thousand Below dropping their album, Hell Finds You Everywhere. And even when you pray for me, hate for me, I feel it in my heart, but you couldn't So we got to hear this early because uh, when we went to the uh, show as a group uh, in Norfolk, uh, they were selling the CD of this album a week before it went out on streaming platforms. So the night after the show, uh, Justin, Jacob, and I, we hopped into Justin's car, threw it into the CD player, and we had a roll with this album listening to it for the first time that way. Mm. And I think it's criminal to not let Jacob have the first words on this. It did not disappoint. For the most uh, part, I'll agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, I, th- there, I, think, there. I think there's a common agreement of one source of disappointment on this album, but we can save that for later. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm kind of curious to see what your source of disappointment is. <laughs> <laughs> talk about later. I, let's let's talk about really the opener. Let's talk about the opener of Hell okay. Finds You Everywhere. To start off the album before the three singles. You mean the second best Thousand Below song? That's a take. Uh, I think it's a top three on this album. I said it why I said. Oh, God, it's so hard because Thousand Below has so many good songs. I don't think any of the songs on this album are as good as Gone to Me. 
That's true. Actually, this album, yeah. this album, <laughs> sabotage is there. Um, this album would have benefited from having gone to me, but I understand why it's not on it because it was so disconnected from the rest of the album, mm -hmm. like in terms of release. Um, but gone to me is better than I would say every song on this album. Um, it's close, but I do think gone to me is stronger. Um, Hell finds you everywhere really sets the tone for this album. And you get the rare Noah Sebastian feature. Right? Mm. Never happens. Never happens, but... Never, ever. What, what band other than Thousand Below to have a Noah Sebastian feature, right? Like, So did, did, did he come out for the set? He didn't play it. They didn't play any of the new songs. This. Yeah. That feels extremely fucked up to have... Well, they, they played the singles. They played the singles, yeah. Well, I, I just meant more so, like, in terms of they have a feature with the singer from the headlining band they're on the same tour and he doesn't come out like i know it's unreleased I, but yeah you know missed out i thought it, but, yeah it would have been a really good thing to play at the show as a surprise yeah it would have been cool yeah missed opportunities just like Derek missing the entire set Man. i think <laughs> i think the problem is though that like the fans don't know the song yeah so they'd be like I feel like it would be less hype. Mm. Yeah. But then know. you see Noah Sebastian come out to sing his part? I guess. I guess. I have no idea. It's a great song yeah. as an opener. It's not my favorite yes. song on the album, but it's definitely a great opener. It definitely... I've, I've said definitely like fucking six times in the past ten seconds. <laughs> we know you're sure about it. <laughs> it sets the tone for the rest of the album. And then you go into the fantastic streak of singles of Venonosa face to face and sabotage. Venonosa really grew on me over time. Me too. Me too. I did not like yeah, that song as a single at first, but I can't really. It's really good. Venonosa is fantastic. The breakdown in that song, disgusting. Speaking of disgusting breakdowns, let's talk about Clockwork Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, you skipped sabotage. It's a single. We already got. He should. About it. It's it's the best song on the album. <laughs> the best song on the album. No, okay, worst song no. on the album. <laughs> no, that's uh. We'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to that. See, Jake agrees. I think so. Anyway, uh, we're gonna have two entirely different ones. <laughs> Clockwork no. Enemy, dude. And even if time stood still, I would never feel human again. Dude, listen to this for the first time in the car was fucking raw dope. as fuck. Mm. Holy shit. This is my favorite song on the album, and it was the closest song to making my best of the year playlist. Just barely missed the cut. Um, Clockwork Enemy is uh, just a fucking masterpiece from the moment that the instruments kick in um, to the first verse. Like, it's not a traditional riff type of verse, um, it kind of comes out of nowhere almost. The way and, the song starts. And it's got like a freaking orchestra behind him. Yeah. Yeah. And just everything building into that breakdown that you get like a big dropout before the breakdown build up and then just letting it go into that. And even if time stood still, I would never feel human again. Just incredible, dude. I wish I got to hear this song live, but I guess that means I'll have to see Thousand Below for a third time. <laughs> Are they playing any of the new songs besides the singles? I have no idea. The tour starts this week, so... Okay. I still haven't decided if I'm going or not. 
I won't be. Because uh, it's not coming close enough to me, but yeah, clockwork. I kind of want to see the set list list. and then decide. Mm. Yeah, fair, fair. It's a good call. So from Clockwork Enemy, that takes us to next time around, featuring Matt Flood of Caskets, aka the worst song on the album. Man, yep. fuck you! This is the best song on the album. No. What? What? Oh yeah, this shit is oh. phenomenal. You can bro, the, ca- the resident Caskets hater. What's <laughs> <laughs> the Caskets feature? That's the surprising part. <laughs> this is what? such a missed opportunity. Man, I think maybe maybe it's because I didn't I don't know like I didn't know who the fuck Matt Flood was until just now. So now he hates it as well. Now he well, hates no, it. No, but I can see why you would if you're like, oh shit, you know, Thousand Below featuring caskets and it's a slow song type yeah. of ballad almost. Me personally, I think that this is the best song on the album. This is the one I've gone back to the most out of all of them. Caskets can do Damn. a slow ballad fine. Hopes and Dreams is a perfect example of that. This could have no Caskets feature, and it would still be the best song on the album. I'm sticking by it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think my opinion is widely disregarded because I think this is the best and Sabotage is the worst by, like, a mile. <laughs> so. You're so wrong. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had such a divergent opinion from this. Not necessarily, like, even just on something with you, Jacob. Okay, but we all, we all agree on Venonosa being a grower, at least. We can, we can have no, a middle No, I like that, that from the beginning. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Derek and I can... Uh, you I yeah, think I feel the most like... interesting song that I don't think I normally would like is Blue Roses, Don't Fade. Yeah, that's a fun song. It's bouncy, mm-hmm. surprisingly. It it feels like kind of EDM-influenced in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a song that I went back to a ton, but like definitely, like it definitely stands out amongst the rest of the album. Um... And then it leads into the closer of All I Have Left to Give. Which is like Sabotage 2.0. Yeah. All I Have Left to Give, uh, probably my second favorite song on the album. It, it That is just the textbook way to do a closer of an album that builds, that does like a slow build into a climax at the end of the song. All I Have Left to Give is just following that exact blueprint that I want to hear in a closer and just delivering on every front. Fantastic song, fantastic closer it sets the tone to like leave the album on a high note and just caps the experience. Um, I definitely enjoyed this album a lot more than gone in your wake. I don't know if it's better than their debut album. It's close. I think uh, that was a tough one. Like their debut album has, I think this is better. Bangers on it, but yeah, this is miles better for me, in my opinion. I think I, I think probably lean, album. I probably lean towards this album, but I remember being really surprised with how much I enjoyed their debut album, um, compared to how underwhelmed I was with Gone in Your Wake. Um, but Hell Finds You Everywhere, I, I might, I may think that next time around is the weakest song on this album, but I don't think there's a bad song on this album. I think this album, like thousands, yeah, thousand below, are like so close to go making like be Not or being year. like the next bad omens. Yeah, mm. agreed. 
I mean, hell, they've toured together multiple times at mm-hmm. this point, so it makes sense that they kind of have influences from each other. When's the Bad Omens song featuring James DeBerg? <laughs> When's that going to happen? Maybe it's in the Deluxe. Maybe. We, uh, we well, skipped over there is, there is, We did investigate and find there's one unreleased song in that uh, isolated vocals playlist, right? Yeah. I don't know if that confirms a Deluxe or if it's just like, I don't know. It could be like a cover or something. Or... Yeah. Anyway, Justin, you were saying that we skipped a song. Yeah, well, you skipped my favorite song off the album, which was Shade. Um, Another phenomenal one. It's so fucking good. Um, mainly just the the bridge into the final chorus, where um, it adds like the harsher vocals layered into uh, James's Clean's vocals. Um, with the lyrics, I swear, I never felt cold, or I feel like you in the air. It's like you were chained to me. You still walk in the halls of the home you kept. But you won't admit that you're in my chest. You're still the shade on the walls. I know you're still the pain that I can't forget. Really fucking phenomenal lyricism. And I love just the the layering in that portion. It immediately sold me when I listened to it. And I think I think it's this Hell Finds You Everywhere and um one of those songs off of the the last album. Clockwork Enemy? Oh no. No, Gone Your Wake, um Fake Smile is my uh i think those are my top three go-tos this was definitely a very i mean at least for justin jacob and i Derek, you unfortunately had to leave early but being able to listen to this song before it was out on streaming services in the car as a group and like just being able to have that experience together was definitely like a Mm. a one one of a kind album listening experience that is going to like i'm not gonna forget that that was really good uh, yeah, I also think it's been so cool watching. Like, I've been watching this band since their first album. Mm. And just watching them evolve is really fun and really cool. I believe that takes us to our next album for the month of December. Foxblood have dropped their album Dissociation Vacation. It's been a while since we talked about Foxblood on the podcast. I assume that none of your guys' opinions have changed on this band. No. Correct. They are still very okay for me. They are very much okay. That's kind of where I'm feeling with this album, too, with one exception. And it's Hollywood. And the breakdown of that song is why I fucking love this band still. For every time that this band underwhelms me... They give me a song like Hollywood that just blows me away and is like, there is no other band that I can think of that could write a song like Foxblood. The way, the groove of going after the second chorus into the bridge, the groove of that guitar riff and the vocal delivery is unlike anything else that I've ever heard. And then the breakdown kind of drops and you get that same vocal delivery with some incredible lyrics i'm gonna read off here do you remember the last days of rome did it feel like uh, did it feel a little bit like a broken home we're gonna drag the church through the dirt hope it doesn't hurt and make history alone yeah we'll make history on our own i just and i really think it's the vocal delivery that sells it for me it's really like 
lyrically it's cool it's kind of badass lyrics and like mentioning that like yeah we're gonna make history fuck rome type deal like rome, rome ain't shit compared to what we're up to like they're, they're like kind of hyping themselves up and i respect that um but really it's the instrumentation and the vocal delivery on that song completely sells it for me there's some other solid songs on here i think the only song that i don't really care for is k sarah uh the second song on the album secondhand lions uh into the wild blue kind regards they all have solid choruses um just like a kind of standard post-hardcore australian band type vibe nothing too crazy nothing mind-blowing like the breakdown of hollywood or some of my favorite moments off of grief and mercy sleep but it has elements of what i love about this band so i may not love the whole piece but I like the moments and that's enough to have me maintain faith in this band and what they are going to be releasing in the future. So while I'm underwhelmed by dissociation vacation, I still am very optimistic and excited for new Fox blood releases. I think my favorite from them is still mess like me. Yeah. Yeah. That one comes up constantly. Like my ongoing, like daily mixes or something like mm-hmm. that. Like any yeah, that's one one of their best songs. One of their best songs for sure. I don't have too much more to add. I really just wanted to throw this album into the playlist to talk about Hollywood. So that's going to take us to our final album from for the month. A band, a new band for the podcast, as far as I'm aware, and a band that Justin found late last year that I know he's been very excited to talk about. Yes, sir. We got Neverless with their album Affliction. I Vibey post hardcore. Yeah. That's it. No. That's that's the Justin guarantee, actually. You know, I read that as nerveless, but now it makes more sense. It might be. Yeah, I think it's I think it's nevertheless. I think that's what it actually yeah. is. And because it, it, it reminds me a little bit of Never Tell. So Yeah. But uh yeah, this band is really good vibey post hardcore. Um I got into them from listening to Gaslight. Um, Gaslight was a single that was dropped, and then I discovered that a lot of this was actually singles. Um, I think it went like No Time to Die, Empty, Sympathy, I'm Not Listening, Gaslight, Fake It. I think all those were singles. Um, I think really going farther back, I think Watch Me Bleed was like the only new one. Uh, and I think Watch Me Bleed is the best one, in my opinion. Um, Gaslight's also really good. Um, this is two vocalists, um, two cleans vocalists, and one be- cleans also does the uncleans. And I think they're really fucking talented. This band is close to greatness, in my opinion. I'm surprised to hear that. This band it's it's very close to being something that i really enjoy um i didn't listen to the album as a whole but i heard like three or four of the songs off of here because like i really felt the potential when you showed me gaslight and watch me bleed and mm. i feel like sympathy was the other one i checked out maybe it is vibey post hardcore to a t but i feel like the mix and production yeah is just a little too muddy for me to really get fully invested and you know, to that point, 
I don't think it is that way across the entire album, which is kind of, it, it's a little strange because I, I really liked everything from Alone Tonight onwards and I put it all in my playlist. And I really love this because I, you know, you know me, post-hardcore, a couple uncleans, throw some electronic elements in there. They're all across this album, which is fantastic. Something about the guitars on the first couple of songs, it's, everything else sounds so crisp and then the guitars don't. Like Jake said, they're muddy, at least from what I could hear. And so. It's not like obscenely muddy, but it's just muddy enough to like kind of bother you. And that's, and that's what I'm wondering, if it was an artistic choice almost, since everything else is so clear? I don't know. So, again, admittedly, some of these came out earlier, and one, and also this is a debut. So, yeah, like, there's probably going to be some misses here and there with, like, the post-production and whatnot. That's, that's kind of something to be expected, unfortunately. Not everyone can be uh, a nature's ghost or a never-tell mm-hmm. and hit it out of the park. But, well. um... All that to say, I really actually enjoyed this a lot. I was very surprised. I think that some of the songs at points got a little predictable. That, you mm-hmm. know, that surprise heavy breakdown out of nowhere. I'm glad that it kept happening because I really liked it, but I would have liked maybe a little bit more variety. Um, but overall, I, I mean, I'll, what's up? I was about to say, I feel like some songs didn't need a breakdown. In the yeah, way. yeah, exactly. Um, I don't remember which one's off the top of my head because it's been a little bit since I've gone back to this full album but um uh, from my just immediate memory i think some of them really didn't need them and i think it kind of detracted from the song a little bit Mm. but um others like gaslight and watch me bleed uh empty was also really good but uh i think that's all we had yeah yeah december was definitely there weren't a ton of releases, but there definitely were a lot of quality releases. Um, yeah. And I think it was like the calm before the storm that is still brewing for 2023. Um, if you missed our update that we posted to socials after our little unintentional hiatus, uh, we are combining our January and February 2023 recaps into one episode. Um, partially to make up for be lost a long time. one partially to make up for lost time also partially because i think general consensus are the start of this year was a little underwhelming <laughs> so we're going to cover both those months together then we'll be doing our march recap like normal like this uh but with a lot more releases uh as far as we can tell at this point anyway um so yeah uh excited to be back happy to be discussing music with y'all i'm glad we finally got to talk about all the stuff in this playlist because there definitely are a lot of songs that i know especially for justin we wouldn't want to have swept under the radar i i was fighting to keep this as a single episode <laughs> i'm glad reason. we got to discuss this episode if only so i could talk about my love for prisoner by anchor that was like the one thing that like i i'd be okay with skipping december but like not being able to talk about prisoner that one was gonna like that one was going to be sitting in the back of my head until that album drops. Yeah. Really, really good drops, though. And hopefully some setups for some good stuff this year in 2023. Yeah, I think it definitely got off to a bit of a slow start for 2023, at least in the albums department. But yeah, things are looking very promising at this point mm-hmm. for the rest of 2023. 
with the album announcements that we have got and single announcements and what we expect uh, could like theorize bands that have been quiet for a while that could maybe be coming back later this year that's going to wrap up our 2022 recaps january through december is in the books finally (laughs) three months late but we did it we've done it and now we can move on to talk about the current year 2023 starting soon you don't want to miss it we'll be releasing a lot of content this month if you're listening to it uh, around the time that it drops uh, as we try and catch up from our unintended three-month hiatus so definitely be sure to follow us on socials at hivemindradio underscore on instagram and twitter hivemind radio recap on youtube and the hivemind recap podcast on spotify that's where you can find us Uh, help us get to 100 subscribers if you would like and we'll be back for our combined january and february 2023 recap very soon have a good one guys bye see ya